Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. You can find us at abgnflpod.com. There are buttons there to take you to our Apple and Spotify links, plus there's a link that will take you to a page that has other links of other places that play our podcast um, and a page that you can just listen to it directly from. Yes. But, uh, yeah, if you go, you know, if you do listen to us on Apple, I will say this. It would be awesome if you guys would leave a review. Uh, that really helps us. And if you could, you know, not only leave a review, but leave a uh, a rate or a rating and then also leave a review. That would be awesome. We love to get reviews. And, uh, but, yeah, go give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're on the socials. We're uh, we're all over the place. Look for just an average NFL podcast or at AVG NFL pod. So, this was the week of quarterback hell. Yeah, all the backups. Just backup over yeah, backup. And, 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 even and there were backups, backups of backups of yeah. guys that just got traded and didn't even know their center. Yeah, I had no idea. Of, yeah. <laughs> Josh Dobbs was over there working on the sidelines with the, the, with the center on how he likes the ball snapped, what his count is, and all the O-lines stand around listening so they know what his count sounds like and so they could get it because they had zero practice with this guy. He's probably still trying to learn their names, and then he goes out there and beats uh, uh, Doodoo Brown, um, Arthur Smith. Yep. Couldn't yeah. happen to a better coach. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it every game. minute of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Arthur, Arthur and the Falcons get clapped by the uh, – by, by the Vikings after uh, they had their backup in, and then of course Josh Dobbs had just got traded. Came in there and just, I mean, he used his legs. He made some yeah. key plays. He used his legs. So he, he did. He did very well, keeping them alive, keeping them alive. But yeah, it was it was a it was an inter- interesting week. And then we have more injuries. Um, you know, Daniel Jones is done for the season, torn yeah, ACL. Torn ACL. That's and then it's going to be interesting to figure out what they do there because they're playing with um, you know Devito. Who does not look very good? No, not and not um, Tyrod Taylor's on the IR, so they, I don't know if they're going to try to go out and get somebody like Colt McCoy. I mean, they're not really playing for anything now. They're not, yeah. you know. So I don't know that they make any big moves. They're just probably just going to roll ride, Devito, yeah, ride Devito out there. But they're still going to have to get somebody in there, yeah, to yeah, back yeah. him up, back but. up Devito. Um, Maybe it'd be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Akers uh, tore his, ace, uh, his Achilles, his yeah, other Achilles. His other Achilles is his left yeah, one. He tore so, his right one last I, time. I hate that for him. You know, it's tough to come back from that one. I don't know if he comes back from this one. I mean, it would be absolutely insane to come back from another torn Achilles. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I don't – you know, as far as fantasy goes, is whatever. But as you know, a person goes, it's like you know, this is his livelihood. He's trying out there trying to make it happen, and you know, that's just devastating. It is. It's, it's just devastating. It, and when you grow up, you know, he probably been playing football for years on years in high school, college, whatever, and then to have just injury just take you out of it like yeah. that, and then yeah. you fight 
and get back, and yeah, you're yeah. almost taking a start and almost taking over. Yeah, the on the role. verge of really just doing something, leading it up, and, and then, then it all of a sudden, again. I mean, it's just got to yeah. be some one of the most devastating things to experience. Yeah. So. I feel bad for him. I really do. I mean, he was super talented before the first injury, and it looked like he was yeah. regaining some momentum coming back. And I mean, maybe maybe he goes and get because I mean he came back super quick from the first one. It was kind of a revolutionary yeah. procedure to get it done. So I mean, I guess anything's possible. He could go. Get this other one sewn up nice and tight, and come back and just go out there and light the the league on fire to be the first guy to ever come back from two torn uh, Achilles, Achilles. You know, yeah. so you know, I I hope that happens. It'd be super inspirational, and um, you know, just be nice to uh, to see him make it back. But exactly, the percentages are against him. But uh, uh, Dallas Goddard broke his arm. He's looking to be out at least four, maybe six weeks. So see how that goes. Uh, let's see. Cole Komet did not practice today. If they, I mean, they just issue reports that if they did practice, this person wouldn't have been there. So, yeah. um, he's dealing with a knee issue, so you need to monitor that. Uh, Stafford looking to the be back. Uh, look up the buys this week. I know the Rams are going on a buy. Is so it this week, I know yeah. the Chiefs are on a buy this week. Stafford looking to be back after the buy. It's a week eleven. Um, so we're week 10 right now, right? Yeah, it'll be yeah. a week 10 buys. So it's uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Rams, Miami Dolphins, and Philadelphia Eagles. So, Yeah, that's a big week right there. Yeah, that's a lot of – weird, Weirdly wow. enough, it doesn't really affect none of my teams. Man, don't. it affects a lot of my yeah, teams. Who's the fourth one? Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I got them. KC, Miami, uh, Philly. The Rams. Rams. Yeah. Literally the team I was just talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah lot, that's going to be interesting. Lots of players there, yeah, that you're definitely going to have to look for replacements oh, and stuff. Oh, God, but. at least I'm getting McCaffrey back in a lot of my life. I know, right? That's uh, I'm, Yeah, I'm kind of excited, too. Uh, so, yeah, HN looking to come back also after the bye. So, he did not have any major setbacks, according to Mike McDaniel. So, uh, you know, that'll be nice. Jamar Chase, um, I don't know if you saw the play last night. Did you see where he landed on his back? No, I didn't see the play. I, I watched till halftime, then I went to bed. Well, he he jumped down, up, but... I mean, just super high in the air. He actually, I think he made the catch, but then when he hit the ground, he lost it. But he uh, basically landed, like, on his oh, back. I did see the re- – I saw the video this morning. Yeah. yeah no, that didn't look good I would still be laying on that field. Yeah. Um, I, I, I there would be memorial services for me today yeah. if that was me. So he is day-to-day with his back issues. I imagine that he probably didn't even want to get out of bed today. That's probably true. Um, Kyler Murray to start week ten. That's uh that's interesting. Yeah, that yeah. Should be. I mean, Clayton Toon clearly no, yeah, not that, not that the answer. Not an answer at all. No. Yeah, no. Uh, I, that is the answer if they don't want to win anymore. True, true. <laughs> um, which I imagine they don't, but still they need to know what they got with Kyler. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you need to get him out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Khalil Herbert cleared to practice, so he could be back as early as this week. That'd be kind of sweet. Uh, Debo. Samuel out practicing, so um, he, they're coming off the bye, so he could be out there this week. T.J. Hawkinson is day-to-day with a rib injury. He hurt it during the game. He did come back in the game and play with the injury, so there's hope that he will be back out there uh, this week. Drake London missed this past week, um, but he is hopeful to play in Week 10, so we just have to monitor that. Uh, Justin Fields is still day-to-day. It doesn't say whether he was trending towards – playing so as we get more info we uh, limited in practice as of five days ago so yeah five hours ago excuse me okay so um taylor heineke has been named the starter for week 10 so i don't know that it really <laughs> matters i mean he's he's just uh, a slightly better version of desmond ritter it looks yeah, like he's at least this last game but i mean hopefully they yeah gets, i think he's done a little bit more rapport and he also gets drake london it, you know that's a big yeah big piece back but yeah 
Johnny right. looked good out there with that breakaway touchdown, though. Yeah. Old man running the field. <laughs> oh, God. Arthur Smith is the worst. So, Bijan had the fumble, and I was listening to another pod today, and they're like, uh, yeah, I bet Arthur Smith was super pumped when Bijan fumbled because then he could bench him and have a reason <laughs> for it. So... Um, but yeah, the, so, and then he used Janu. What was it, Janu on a on a on a reverse or something? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that guy's the worst. So, um, just curious. I haven't seen. I went and looked, but Josh Downs. Yeah, so he missed it with a knee issue. So he's definitely going to be. So he's probably going to be. I haven't heard anything though, as far as uh, any updates yet. So just have to keep. I just know I'm kind of weighing heavily on him. I got him in quite a few places. You know, kind of a sleeper back. I I wouldn't count on him the way it sounds right now, just because he played and then he had to leave and and didn't pretty quickly. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty quickly left the game. So unless it's unless he just makes a drastic change here in the next week, they're probably going to give him a week off. Um, would be my best guess. But, again, we have very little information at this point about yeah. that. All right, so uh, any other news that that, uh, that I may have missed? Just the the only other thing I would bring up would be the K.J. Osborne hit. Yeah, he's, um, yes. Oh, it, and, uh, it looked pretty bad. Yeah, him, him and the uh, – the, what's his name, the quarterback? Jalen Hall. They both went yeah. out with concussions. But, yeah, Osborne, it, that was bad. It looked, it looked bad. I, I thought it was way worse. I even looked at you and told you while we were watching the game. I was like, dude, I don't – that didn't look good. Yeah, uh, it, but he did get up. He was uh, responsive. He was waving to the crowds and, and and all that before he was carted off. So that was definitely a very positive sign. But man, it looked it looked like he got his body turned one way and his head the other way. I was just like that that wasn't weird. Yeah, it, and then he was, immediately was down and didn't move and just stayed there. I mean, it was yeah. a good solid five six minutes before yeah. he got up and moved done anything. So, so yeah, it's so yeah. It, I, I don't expect him to play this week um, at all. Yeah, so. no, I don't. I don't either. Um, but yeah, all right. So you know, we'll have more news on Wednesday when we come back. I'm sure we'll be able to, uh, you know, have shed some light on some of this stuff. But all right, so let's roll out of there to everyone's favorite segment of "fuck that guy." And I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off real quick with uh, every uh, every week's "fuck that guy," and that's Arthur Smith. Yeah. He's so a- from from me and and, and uh, us here at. It, uh, just an average NFL podcast. I just want to say this week, as we continue moving forward, um, Arthur Smith, fuck, fuck that guy. guy. Yes. Um, and, and then on top of that, I figured out what's wrong with the Chiefs' offense, even though they're winning. Why they look like shit? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I forgot they have Adam Gase as their uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. They brought yeah. Matt Nagy back as an offensive Same. coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll, I just want to continue to say to uh, Matt Nagy also. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. Yeah, right. he's he's a, a segment favorite here. <laughs> yeah. And so, having said that, I'll say to Travis Kelsey, I'm going to lead it off with you, my dude. Mr. Travis Swift, Mr. All over the, the, the media out here living his best life, dating America's sweetheart, uh, the world's sweetheart at this moment, um, and, and, and got a great podcast, and he's just on top of the world. And then for two weeks in a row now, he is straight doo-dooed all over my fantasy teams. <laughs> and Dynasties, I traded away future firsts to get this guy to help carry me to a championship in two different leagues. I, I mortgaged my future to go out and get this 34-year-old bum. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, I love you, Travis. I do. You're, you're easily one of my top five favorite NFL players of all time. But you are murdering a couple of my fantasy uh, lineups right now. 
every week. Are you with? It's not just you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Please, <laughs> you're not the only. You're one. not the only one. We'll talk about some others <laughs> later. Uh, specifically, your partner in crime, Patrick Mahomes, who's not on the fuck that guy segment because he somehow managed to get over 15 points, but still he's going to be included in this because yes. I expect more out of him. So to Travis Kelsey and to Patrick Mahomes, and again to Matt Nagy, I just want to say collectively, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. Well, I'm going to start it off with the 5.4 boys. I got (laughs) (laughs) Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams, two top, top. I mean, you know, you never thought I'd come into this year saying Adam Thielen's a top five wide receiver, but here we are, you know. And to go out there and just have a a 5.4 week, uh, it just it yeah. hurts so bad. And in one league, I've got Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams. Yeah. And they both got me. Uh, well, you know, I, it, it, in it defense just, to Adam Thielen, he probably would have done better if his quarterback wasn't throwing pick sixes. That's true. So uh, just let me say this to Bryce Young. Fuck, Fuck. that guy. <laughs> it might have been some confusion on jerseys or something there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was confusing. Look, this. I don't, don't he threw, me, what? I, he I, threw I, three I, picks, yeah. I think, in the game. Two, yeah, were two of them were pick sixes. Yeah, so that's, yeah, and they weren't like. The guys had to make amazing plays to get. They yeah. were like, "Here, take this football and go score with it." Yeah, please. take take this the, the other end way. Zone. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, back but, to what you were saying. But to Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. All right. Well, I got the my, the tight end out of the way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and clean out um, my. I already got Bryce out of the way. I'm going to go ahead and clean out two more quarterbacks. Uh, Geno Smith. You know, mm. it looks like maybe. Maybe people are going to start writing you off again. <laughs> so, After that game, so uh, this time, are you going to write back? Are you going <laughs> to? What are you going to do, Gino? Because three point seven, that ain't getting it, homie. And it's been a couple down weeks in a row now. Yeah. And so I don't know if we're reverting. You know, will the the real Gino uh, please stand up? And then are you standing up right now? Because if you are. Well, it was a fun ride. At least you got that three-year deal as you revert back to trash. I don't think you're reverting. I think it's just been some rough weeks, and and I hope you figure it out. But as as of right now, you're not figuring it out. So real quick to Geno Smith, fuck fuck that that guy. guy. And I want to say thank you to Geno Smith (laughs) because in three leagues I played against people who had him, and I appreciate it. So you didn't have your heart in that one. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm over here going, I don't want to say this, but uh, (laughs) – but yeah. to Lamar Jackson, it's this is a hard one because y'all dominated. You yes. went out there and absolutely just destroyed, uh, and 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 you didn't need to do anything, you know. So it's like, I guess we, you know the the eleven and a half points you got were a fantasy killer. But when you go out there and you just absolutely you put a you shut a team out and beat them by almost forty. Yeah, when you're running all over their faces, yeah. just the entire. Yeah, Gus game. Edwards touched the ball five times and had two touchdowns. Yeah, five I know. times. It's yeah, <laughs> and so I just you know, I mean I don't. It's my heart's not in this either because you your team, but fantasy wise, my heart's all in it because I had you. So to Lamar Jackson, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll I'll go ahead and throw out a um, I got I got one quarterback i'll do i'll do both two quarterbacks and one like Tua, man it's 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 so hit or mess with you all year this year it's one game yes. you look phenomenal you're throwing beautiful balls downfield to or um tyreek's catching it coming out and then the next game you're under throwing every one of your yeah. receivers you're overshooting the short the dump off so you're just it's i, I don't know what to think 
and not even just fantasy, but it's just you. You look at your score; it's twelve points one week, it's thirty the next week. Yeah, it's definitely hit or miss. I don't know how anybody can put you in a lineup, set it, and forget it, it and be uh, comfortable uh, about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. No, yeah. right now you're yeah. a best ball play at best, and you take yeah. the big weeks when you get them. Yeah, I'm. I'm in a. I'm in a. Uh, a single quarterback dynasty that I have too, and he's the only starter I have on the team currently, yeah, besides and, Bryce Young. Yeah, and so it's I just been riding with Tua, and my team is. Uh, I think we're now five and four. So that's basically how yeah. how two arrives is how my yeah, team arrives. Exactly. You get you get your points when he gets his points. Yeah. So and I mean so it's it's to me you should be on here every other week, it seems like. <laughs> the problem is is that even on his bad weeks, he's around that fifteen it's point still threshold. Comfortable. Yeah. It just it still sucks. It's like you get you're like, Oh yeah, he had a thirty point week and then then, then you're like he's going to do it. Definitely going to do it next week. Yeah. He's playing such the such. Raiders. But or I whatever. mean, you're KC's got stupid. a great defense. They weren't Jeremy, so I get it. Yeah. But like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a top tier quarterback in this league, it doesn't matter who the defense is. You got to get your nut. Well, you got to do it both halves. He didn't even look good till the second half, and then they come out there and start throwing touchdowns. You know, got a couple yeah. touchdowns, got in the end zone, all stuff. So, yeah. But I mean, and then Minshew. You're you're the gunslinger. You're supposed yes. to be fantasy proof, essentially. You're supposed to be fifteen to twenty points every week. Every week. You're, you're going to throw thirty interceptions, but you're going to get forty five touchdowns, and that's what <laughs> we're looking for. And this week wasn't that. You got nine point six points. It's a sad day when I can say I can throw two in and forget about it, and Minshew underscores him. So, but to <laughs> Minshew and to Tua Tagovailoa, yes, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with a. Uh, with a couple wide receivers. So um, I'm going to give you one that's absolutely murdering my home league. Uh-oh. Right? Murdering, murdering that. And that's Cooper Cup. Uh, Five point. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Ripping's your quarterback, and he, he's out there just ripping ass. Okay? <laughs> because he is horrendous. I, and look, that's not my joke. I heard it somewhere else. But still, I had to use it. It's still it's, it's hitting. <laughs> And so yeah, this is two weeks. I like uh, you, when you came back that first week. I'm like money in the bank, you know. Just you dominate it. And since then, you're just another dude, man. Yeah. You're just a, you're not you're not you're not the dominant receiver that you were because it used to be. Cooper Cup never fucked your fantasy team. Mm-mm. Like his worst weeks were some other receivers' best weeks. Oh yeah, you know? consistently. And it, yeah, he is not that guy anymore. Uh, and it, even if Stafford's in, like he was, you know, last week, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I don't know what you got to do. If you got to start eating breakfast with uh, Stafford again, hopefully and Stafford ripping. gets back. Do both just in case you don't know who's going to be out there. Eat breakfast <laughs> yeah. with both of them. Hopefully uh, after this bye week, as Stafford's thumb gets better and you guys get it sorted. But I need you to get back. At least this week I don't have to play you. I can play somebody else, but it's not going to matter because the rest of my team's doo-doo trash too. But uh, I'm going to also throw out there um, Zay Flowers, also murdering my home <laughs> team. Uh, he had one target, and I get it. You yeah. get like again, it's this is all game script mainly. You were dominating, so yeah. it's like you know when you beat somebody thirty-seven to zero or whatever the final score was, and you're trying it, to run the clock, you're yeah, not trying to pass the ball. Yeah, you're not going to be turnovers. That's basically an entire stuff. half that you weren't hardly passing. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's what it is. But still, one point six points hurts terribly so you know combined you guys got me freaking 7.4 or 8 point yeah 7.4 which Ooh. which is just the worst yeah, n- not good for two <laughs> two positions yeah two out players. of my entire home league team i only had two players get over get double digit one of them was bryce young because um no no 
No, it was one of them was uh, pa- Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, and the other guy. was uh, somebody else. I don't know. I'll look it up. Find out. <laughs> I think it was my running back. Oh, it was Josh oh, Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. I had Jacobs Josh Jacobs. I had Josh Jacobs and Mahomes were the only two that put up double digit numbers, and the rest of my team was single. Their score combined was over half of your total score. Yes. So just yes. just take that into consideration. Yeah, so basically, there. to my team, besides those two, fuck yeah, those guys. Fuck all those guys. Man. <laughs> and these were two of them: Cooper Cup and Zay Flowers. Yep. So to those guys, I I really want to give it out to. Fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. I guess I'm going to ride with your team here and keep a couple other names up. All right, go with it. Let's go with DK Metcalf. Yep. One reception, yes. 50 yards. Yes. Great play yes. early in the game. Also, like, yeah, you're looking at my it, roster. Yeah, I am. I'm looking at it right now. One of those where it's like, oh, man, this is going to be the game for him, and he's going to go out there and just ball, and – it, 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 that was it. it. No, that no, was it the end of his it game. Was, it was not. It, it was not. It, it, <laughs> he did get targeted in the I end I mean, when Geno's out there just shitting all over the field, DK yeah. is going to also. It rolls. Yeah. Because Tyler out. Lockett also was not on that roster, but other roster. But yeah. We'll just throw him in here since we got the whole Seattle 4.7 by yeah. Tyler Lockett. Just garbage. Yeah, we'll throw him there. in there. And then I'm going well, might as well, since you brought up Cooper Cup, let's throw Puka Nakua out there. Yes. I understand ripping's ripping ass or whatever the joke was, but I mean, it's... <laughs> it's, it's it's also truth. It's still, like, Puka looked good the few catches he had, like he, and he was getting open. It just, it was, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the targets were buns because it, they were they were ripping buns. It, they were ripping buns. <laughs> so to Puka Nakua and DK Metcalf. And Tyler Lockett. And Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. All right. Um, I'm going to finish out with three wide receivers here. Finish out the wide receivers with three. Uh, Chris Godwin, 2.6. Boo. Uh, Hollywood Brown, 4.4. Yeah, I get it. Clayton Toons is trash, so that's more on him, but still. Boo. And then Jalen Waddle, 6.9. Boo. And so to Chris Godwin, Hollywood Brown, and Jalen Waddle, fuck those those guys. guys. And I'm gonna throw two out real quick. Actually, I'm gonna throw out three, but three. The third one, I don't. He definitely needs to be on there this week because he had 12 targets last week and he had two targets this week, which means he's doing something wrong. So Gabe Davis, <laughs> yeah, scored now zero that's points. That's the life of Gabe, man. It's like that's the life of. It's Gabe. insane to go from 12 targets one week to two the next. week. But the week. good like, news is, is one of those targets was an end zone target. Had he caught it, you'd it, have been okay. You'd have been okay. But I mean, and they were playing from behind the whole time, though. Yeah. The, the the Bengals just owned the Bills. I. That game, it was. I mean, it was. It's not good. But either way, two more wide receivers: DJ Moore, three point nine, and uh, George Pickens at point nine. Yeah, George like, Pickens. Since Ooh, since Deontay's no. come back, they don't even look at George Pickens anymore. It seems like he's not. It's all getting, just deep passes. Like if if he doesn't catch the bomb, bad it's, week. It's yeah, it's a bad week. It's 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 so terrible. But I mean, uh, here we are. So to Gabe Davis, George Pickens, and DJ Moore. Yep. Fuck those guys. guys. All right, I got three running backs I'm going to close it down with. Um, these are three running backs that hurt you for various reasons. Kenneth Walker, 2.2. Yuck. Against a plus matchup. Yes. Bijan Robinson fumbled the ball, and then he was – Arthur Smith got to put him back in witness protection, but yep. he got 4.9 points. Yuck. And then Isaiah Pacheco, again, in a game that you thought would be a plus matchup against the Dolphins. Um, you know, I think he still got the work. I want to say he got 16 – Rushes for like sixty nine yards or something, but he didn't get any scores and didn't get any of the passing work. So yep. that's that's what's going to happen when that happens. And uh, that was six point six fancy points. So to Kenneth Walker, Bijan Robinson, and Isaiah Pacheco, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And I guess I'll close mine out. I got two running backs and a tight end 
who I've seen him have some really good strong runs like a running back, so maybe it counts. But Logan Thomas got you 5.1 yeah. on a game where Sam Howell's slinging the ball everywhere. I mean, yeah. Dotson got you points. Everybody else got you points. Not Logan. Not Logan Thomas. Um, Tony Pollard on a game y'all were leading. I mean, Tony Pollard's been doo-doo buns They're now kinda, for like three weeks in a row. It almost seems like they gave up on that, we're going to run the ball the whole time, and they went back to that high-pass offense that they were doing last year. Yeah, well, I, they're in, they've been in what you what we like to call pass funnels. Yeah, yeah. And tough run defenses, so that's part of the problem. They do have three, the next three matches they got coming up are positive game scripts, or positive matchups for running, running backs. backs. So he could... You know, regress back to some more positive scoring. But right now, it's the thing about looking. Pollard is, is, is you thought even if he had a bad week, it'd be like a 12, 11, 12 point. Yeah, yeah. You he was going to be the guy who's getting volume. Yeah, you and, didn't think six you know, or seven points or three or points or, or yes, whatever the fuck seven, he's got. Eight seven points. Points. You didn't think that those were within the realm of possibility. You were looking double digits yeah. every time he played. You were and, hoping yes. for, anyways. And you thought it would be like, like a McCaffrey light. Yeah. But it is not. No. It's <laughs> so, not at all. No. And then to to cap it off, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Another game that you would have thought that he would have been out there putting up points. They were ahead. They kind of ran the ball a lot. Gainwell saw a lot more play. He I did, mean, and he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. So I mean, it's it's one of those scenarios. Like I tried to go out and get. I was giving up a first and get Swift, and now I'm kind of like, thank God I still got my first. I don't know <laughs> if it's going to be worth that. You it's, know, but fantasy is just a, an it's asshole. So, sometimes it really is. It really is. <laughs> but to Logan Thomas. Uh, Tony Pollard and uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. All right, so let's. Uh, after that, let's hit on some top performers. All right, believe it or not, even with, with all those FTGs, we did actually have some top performers. There were some top ones. Yeah, so we'll hit on the quarterback, the top fantasy scorer of the week in. Now, this is in four-point leagues. In six-point leagues, he was much more. But C.J. Stroud at 41.8 fantasy points. I think he scored 9,000 points. Yeah, he, was, just he just went out there and, and ate. And yes. then he had that game-winning drive. Probably the game of the season that game was. Yeah. I mean, they were just going back and forth. Baker looked great out there. Um, and and just, it wasn't a game you expected from them, but or you know from those two teams. But it was really pretty impressive. And I'm, I'm – I was not on Stroud as a Panther fan. I wanted them to take Bryce Young. Then that just shows how well I am as a rookie scout. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott as currently the running or quarterback two on the week at twenty eight point four fantasy points. Jalen Hurts sitting at three at twenty five point nine. Now tonight we do have Herbert playing. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to knock any of these guys out, but Herbert no. could move up in here depending on how that goes. Josh Allen, despite the taking that L, because he still gets his fantasy points, thankfully. Yep. 25.7 fantasy points. Josh Dobbs coming in clutch. Yeah, currently sitting as the QB5 on the week at 24.9 fantasy points. Wow. Uh, Joe Burrow sitting there at 22.3 fantasy points. Baker Mayfield uh, in, that, in that shootout, him and Deshaun Watson both have 19 fantasy points. Uh, QB9 on the week, Tyson Badgett. Uh, sitting here at eighteen point eight, and and I didn't really I watched some of that game, but he used his legs a lot in that game. He did, and he did. Uh, you know I don't I don't remember the the outcome. I don't think they they got the win, but um, he he did everything he could to get it. Uh, see Sam Howell, Sam Howell is almost at the point where he's he's a guy you got to get in your lineups regardless of matchups, unless it's just a crazy tough matchup. Yeah, but he's the QB ten on the week. 
Derek Carr, we thought he'd have a pretty decent week, and he did. He is QB 11 at 16.7. Pat Mahomes is just barely getting into the top at 15.8. So, Yeah, Badgett rushed for 70 yards. Yeah. Just, that's, that's big. What was the score on that game, does it say? Uh, for that particular game? Yeah. 24 to 17? Yeah. 24 to 17. Bears oh. lost. Gotcha. To Derek Carr and the Saints. Or I should say Taysom Hill and the Saints. I don't know. They're the same. <laughs> uh, the current running back one on the week is Rashad White at 25.9 points. He looked good, too, yeah. on the receiving side. Yeah. You know you know how he is with the – Not very efficient, but he got the volume. Josh Jacobs get getting on the, the scene that the, – the Raiders as a whole look like a team that had a boat anchor taken off of them and just went out there and dominated this week and, mm-hmm. and loved every minute of it. He is the RB2 on the week, currently at 21.8. Ramondre Stevenson finally getting back into the mix. I think he's about to hit a pretty decent stretch too. So he's might he might have been he, might, he probably can't get him now, but you probably you should have been somebody maybe trying to get a week ago. But yeah, uh, twenty point nine points. The rookie with with uh, Baltimore, Keaton Mitchell, crazy. Um, he he didn't get as much work as Justice Hill, but he definitely did more with it. He was like nine for one forty three yeah. or some crazy shit like that. Yeah. It was like insane. So, and we'll definitely talk about him during waivers. But uh, yep, nineteen point nine points. Derrick Henry. Um, hey, it's the colder it gets, the better he gets. Later in the season, yeah. he just runs into motherfuckers. And if all he's over got competent, like Will Levis didn't look great. Like he had a bad week, but he still he he still threatened the defense enough that they couldn't just stack the box. So. Super 262 and an inter- one interception, yeah. but I mean still it, it's still not terrible yeah. terrible but uh, not great fantasy of course. QB5 on the week. QB6 is Gus Edwards only RB. took five touch I'm sorry, RB6 only mm-hmm. took five touches to get there. Gus has now got five touchdowns in two weeks. Uh, I I don't know how they're going to work this moving forward if this Keaton Mitchell rookie dude is uh, is is awesome, but they're making it happen now with the way their offense is. It's like I don't mind having Gus in my lineup if he's going to get all the goal line stuff as good as their O line is, and they yep. get him in there. So I, you know, it's cool. You give him three touches, he gets two touchdowns. I'm cool. Uh, Alexander Madison, you know, you made a trade day to, today to pick him up because at this point, it's like it may not be pretty, but this guy is going to get the volume. It's there's kind of, nothing else there. I mean, it's yeah, yeah it's and definitely. So, he, and that's exactly what happened this week at uh, RB came out as RB seven. Aaron Jones finally getting back into the scene, got the tud, looking like he's getting a little back to his old self. Had five uh, targets, four receptions, but uh, he is uh, RB eight on the week. Jonathan Taylor had like seventy something percent of the snaps. Yep. It looks like the change has back been made. To Taylor, yeah, it's done. Uh, RB nine on the week. Joe Mixon. Hey, when that offense is cooking, Joe Mixon can find some holes and make it work. It, 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 he cannot be good if there's no threat of a passing game. But yep. you give a threat of a passing game to Joe Mixon is a solid RB. Uh, Najee Harris, look, we're going to talk more about him in a second because i got to eat some crow, but he, he did good. RB 11 on the week. Raheem Mostert, it didn't look great for a large part of that game, but he eventually got the tud and they, you know he started breaking some stuff loose in the second half. RB 12 on the week. Jalen Warren, uh, you know, the way they're using these running backs in Pittsburgh, it's just, you know... And plus matchups, you can you know even this wasn't even a plus matchup, and they still both eight. So mm-hmm. uh, RB thirteen on the week, Saquon Barkley also they were both uh, both had twelve point eight points. RB thirteen, fourteen, whatever. B- Brian Robson finally getting back into things a little bit this week um, with at RB fifteen. Jerome Ford, um, 
And this is about as far as we're going to go. So, Jerome Ford, you know, RB16. but They got a good old line, man. They make most of the running backs look good coming out of there. True. I mean, he had he had a couple good – like, he doesn't hit his stride till he breaks that front line. And then once he's on his stride, it You're looks great. Cleveland? Jerome Ford, yeah, Cleveland. Because, yeah. I mean, Hunt had a couple good runs. And, I mean, he just – and I know, you know, Nick Chubb, none of them are Nick Chubb. Yeah. But Jerome Ford looks a lot better than I thought he was going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I would that. agree with that. Uh, Tank Dell sitting currently as wide receiver one on the week. Um, Part it, of look, that game winning There's drive. three <laughs> wide receivers for the Texans in the top 12. Well, duh. Because Noah Brown, <laughs> well, who we're going to talk more about during waivers, yep. 24.3 points is the wide receiver two. C.D. Lamb, 191 yards. No touchdowns, but hey, Still, when, when you get like a, a billion and a half catches and 191 yards, yep. that's that's money. Amari Cooper, way well, hey, when when Deshaun is there and playing good, Amari's money. Uh, Stephon Diggs, he just does what he does. He's going to get points uh, sitting at the uh, wide receiver five. Deontay Johnson, um, this this guy, he's. He's back and he's beautiful. Yeah, I'm liking it. He got his touchdown. <laughs> he broke broke the spell from last year. He's two games back off the IR and yeah. got his touchdown already. So, uh, AJ Brown just doing AJ Brown things. Even though he is a flat earther, he's a hell of a wide receiver. I found I'm that out today. Fine with that though. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's, he's a moon landing denier and a flat earther. Yes. So, hey. hey, just keep playing football, AJ. Yep. Uh, T Higgins getting back in the scene. He looked good out there. Um, he he almost had a touchdown, but he's wide receiver eight on the week. Hey, if if uh, Curtis Samuel's not playing, then Jahan Dotson can get points. Of <laughs> so, uh, but he's looked great. I think the last three weeks he's had at least eight targets in every game. Um, and but he's uh, currently the wide receiver nine on the week. And Chris Olave finally getting into the mix at the wide receiver ten, and then Nico Collins, the third wide receiver for Houston, coming in just over the mark at wide receiver eleven. Which is crazy because he is the wide receiver one there, but <laughs> no, it was the Tank third. Dell. Was, well, yeah. he was, yeah, Tank Dell was this week, but I mean, I'm just saying in general. Hey, it, it's it the was, way they're throwing the ball. You know, they can have all the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Devonta Smith with um, Goddard going down. Devonta Smith, I think, is about to take off even more so than he has this season. But he's wide, currently the wide receiver twelve. Jacoby Myers with the rookie out there, he just. He had trouble getting the ball to Devontae Adams, but he definitely got it to Jacoby Myers. So, yep. Sitting in the wide receiver 13. Jalen Tobert, out of nowhere. Forgot this guy was even in the league for Dallas. Wide receiver 14 on the week, and I think that's largely on the back of, of a touchdown and just a few targets. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's three for 49 and a touchdown. Yeah. So, Odell sitting there, uh, finally got him a touchdown with the Ravens. Um, and, uh, you know, hey. You, you you do what you got to do do when it, you're Odell. It was his birthday too, <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was his birthday. Oh right man, now. I bet he partied so hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know about the his party. His chest got so yeah, dirty. I'm, I'm not interested his in the party at all. So dirty. Yep. <laughs> I don't need any uh, of that. Wondell Robinson. I'm I'm sure on the back of some targets. Uh, a lot of targets. Wide receiver 16. Mike Evans. Wide receiver 17. Darnell Mooney. Wide receiver 18. Michael Pittman. My wide receiver 19. And then Terry McLaurin will round out the top 20 at the wide receiver, and then we'll hit these tight ends real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, All right, here we go. Sitting again with that high-powered Houston (laughs) offense, sitting at tight end one is Dalton Schultz, currently at 22 points. Cole Komet, money money Komet at tight end two, 20 and a half points. K-Dotton, look, I, I know everybody else has been talking about him, but we've been talking about Kate Otten for the last three weeks, talking about this dude's getting used so much more in the offense. He's somebody you need to be playing. Uh, tight end three on the week. Taysom Hill, 
he's running back quarterback tight end four on the week. <laughs> yeah. But hey, if, if, if throw him in the tight end and uh, and and take the points. Yeah, money, money. Uh, Jake Ferguson. Tight end, uh, five on the week. I mean, he's technically he's tied with Taysom at eighteen point six. Johnu Smith, the the tight end one for Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, tight end six on the week. Luke Musgrave got the tud and in, in 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 like four or five targets, but made the most of them there with Green Bay. Tight end seven on the week. Mark Andrews coming in at tight end eight. Hunter Henry at tight end nine. Juwan Johnson picking up where he left off when he was healthy last. Uh, tight end ten, and then Dalton Kincaid coming in at tight end eleven. Um, I'll tell. Well, I'll tell you. Let me go going down to fifteen because there's one down here I want to mention. Uh, seeing Joku's at tight end twelve. Drew Sample at thirteen, which out of nowhere yeah. forgot that guy existed. Right. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson at fourteen, and then Irv Smith Jr. at tight end fifteen. Another finally one. on forgot the scene. About, yeah, yeah, right. Finally on the scene. So there's the tight ends. There's the top performers of the week. So um, all right, let's uh, let's move to toast or roast. So, I, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. I just want to apologize for my smashes of the week. Yeah. I think I got a little too fancy. Thought I was a little smarter than I was. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even – I didn't look up their points. Let's just say they were they were trash. Uh, Bryce Young against like Indianapolis. 12 points. I think it was like 11 or 12 points. <laughs> uh, okay, no. yeah, uh, That's probably enough. Isaiah Pacheco against the Dolphins. Yeah, that one. <laughs> My bad. Um, and then Drake London didn't play, so the, he don't yeah, really count. Don't, yeah. And then Parham plays tonight. Um, I didn't see if Everett's out. I think Everett is out. So I have Parham or Everett. Whoever starts at tight end for the Chargers. Is yeah, really, really I, I, I think Everett's actually in. Okay, well, then it'll be Everett. I think because it was um, – I got to know. Let me just double-check just to make sure. But While you're double-checking, I'll go ahead and hit my Daniels don'ts. Yeah, he's been removed from the injury list, so he will play tonight. Okay, so then it's not Parham, it's Everett. It'd be Everett, yeah. Um, So I hit two out of three. So yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and get the bad one out of the way. All right, look, I was wrong. Najee – but I will say Najee – he didn't look great, but he got the touchdown, and he, I think he had one decent run. Yeah. For the most part, it was like two yards every yeah. freaking time. But he also caught a couple passes. He did get 14.6 fantasy points and a half-point PPR. So, I, you know, I got to give him his due. And, uh, you know, he's far from being a don't. So, Najee Harris versus Titans gives me a big old fat. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I also told you not to play Geno Smith against Baltimore. Because I said, hey, Baltimore's number one against quarterbacks. Geno Smith got you 3.7 points. Yeah, that's... And then I said, don't ride the hype with McBride versus the Browns with a rookie quarterback. I don't care if he gets the targets. And he didn't even get the targets because they're number one against tight ends. And they're they're in the top five against quarterbacks. He also scored 3.7 points. Uh, Yeah, that's super don't Here, toast it up. Thank you. Thank you. Back two on toast. track, baby. Two toast. Two Back toast. on track. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I forgot about the other two as I'm watching the games, and I just kept thinking, God, I kept thinking of people that I've picked in the past, and they were doing good. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have the worst <laughs> ever. And then I came in and saw Gino and McBride, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, there's a savior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I already knew Najee, you know, because he was a Thursday night game. I already knew I F that one. But Well, that's okay. I guess you kind of, like, jinxed me then and gave me. Because my Baker's bottoms were garbage. Oh, snap. All right. You could boo the whole time, and I'll throw them out there really quick. All right, let's go. Jonathan Mingo got you one point. 
Rico Dowdle got you .8 points, and Mike Gusecki, zero points. Yeah, the Gusecki one hurt, bro. The, all three. I, all three hurt I, I forget what, what league. I, it might have just been – it was just DFS, I believe. It's, there might have been a league where I played him, but I think DFS – it uh, was like it was on the shoulders of thinking, you know. I mean, he's being targeted more. They should have a decent. I mean, the week before and, he had a good week. So. Yeah, and it, he had a decent week, and it but just, they went back to Hunter Henry. They did. Gusecki had. I'm looking now. I he, think he had, had uh, one target, zero targets. Oh, okay, that's that's he, that's one less than I thought. It's crazy. He had played 86. <laughs> he played more snaps this last game than which he is played even any weird game because his blocking is trash. Exactly. He was out there he, for, as a decoy. I guess He's, he was yeah. getting that cardio in. It's crazy. But, yeah, no, he definitely hurts you if you put him All out right, there. Well, how'd your smashes do? Smashes, on the other hand, I kind of hit. I kind of oh, hit it pretty snap. good. I'll go with my worst. My worst smash was Adam Thielen, and that is a boo. <laughs> I figured he was going to smash against Indy, and it didn't happen. But but I said Dalton Kincaid was going to smash against Cincinnati. Yeah, he was going He was going uh, Running back, Derrick Henry against what? Derrick. And Dak Prescott oh, versus Billy. Yeah. I mean, it, tough three or not, man. One, three out of four. Two. And a three. three. I love it. Yep. It worked out pretty good. I'm, so, at least my smashes are okay, but my Baker's bottoms were garbage. So, I apologize for Hot that. Hot, molten garbage. Yes, very much so. All right. So, I guess um, we did Fuck That Guy. We did uh, that. I... I, I <laughs> my notes are all discombobulated, so let's go two to three is top performers. So, okay, waivers. There we are. <laughs> we, uh, I got to look and get another soundboard with some more sounds. Some, some something we. <laughs> That's can, uh, really the only like cool transition s- stuff yeah, I got. Between all of them, yeah. yeah, the rest of them are just weird sounds. We so. could just do gunfire every time with I, everything. Look, and... Don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> over here. Right? That is my favorite sound effect. Matter of fact. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Uh, all right. So um, I'm going to hit you with some wide receiver claims real quick. And uh, if you got any different ones, you can throw them in. But I put five of them down because I just think they all could be mentioned. Okay. Uh, the top one is Tank Dell. Uh, if Tank Dell's available, I just throw him out there because supposedly he's still available in 50. He's only owned in 51.8% of leagues. So if you're in a league that Tank Dell's out there, you need to roster that guy. Yes, grab him. Um, but on people who are less rostered, uh, Demario Douglas with the the Patriots, he that guy. I mean, he's going to be moving forward. He's got a rapport with Mac Jones, and 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 he's their top. I, th- I think he's about to be their top wide receiver. He's pretty explosive too. Yeah. I mean, once he gets the ball, he he does stuff with it. It's not like he just gets it and sits down like right. some of these receivers. So so he's only owned a twenty seven point nine percent of leagues. Khalil Shakir is out there in four point six percent of leagues now. A couple weeks episodes weeks or something ago, I tried to sound super smart and talk about. 12, 11, 12, and, and all that personnel. And I've, I've got it sorted. All right, so there's 11 personnel is one running back, one tight end. 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends. 13 plus personnel, which is very rare. One running back, three tight ends. The Bills were generally running 12 personnel when they had both their tight ends. Mm-hmm. They were running Kincaid more as a slot receiver and all that. But now they're back to running mostly 11 personnel, which means they're running more three wide receiver sets. Shakir is that third wide receiver. Um, he is being spelled a little bit by Deontay Hardy and um, somebody else. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I will say that Shakir is somebody who needs to be rostered. He, he's Especially with these bye weeks, he's somebody you can throw in a flex and feel pretty good about. He's going to get targets, and he's somebody who can do something pretty 
nasty with a target. And if you happen to be – nasty isn't good. And if you happen to be in a league that actually counts kick return yards, like the f- mm. first year I've been in those, some of those leagues. Yeah, same here. Shakir is also uh, one of their main kick returners. So – uh, Noah Brown, he's only owned in one point four percent of leagues. He's uh, he was a I think a number a first or second round pick who has had a ton of injuries for them. But the way that, that the Texans are throwing the ball, Noah Brown has been getting five six targets every week. Yeah, he's been. And then this last week, he finally did something with it. He had that long touchdown. Mm-hmm. So it's moving forward. He's somebody you should be rostering. And then Jalen Reed, I, I don't know what's going on with Watson. He's uh, he, I think he avoided concussion, but he has some other lingering issues injuries and whatnot and the guy just can't stay healthy so jalen reed should be somebody that you injure as well or injure roster as well and he is owned in 18.6 percent of leagues so he should be out there on your waiver but khalil shakir and noah brown should definitely be on your waivers yes so any other wide receivers i failed to mention that you had over there big guy the only ones that i want to bring up is now this hinges solely on badgett starting but Darnell Moody's target percentage has increased like sixty percent since Badgett's been out there. Yeah, and is I that mean, a real number? Or you just is this well, it went from head? two to three a game to five to six a game. Okay, so I mean it's so it it's actually hundred percent. <laughs> it's actually hundred percent. But I mean he's he's increasingly becoming more of a a, a, a target. Yeah, and for, he's an explosive receiver as well for Badgett exactly and down the field and stuff. And then another one hinging on whether Will Levis continues to start, but Kyle Phillips. Yeah, that's is, a good point. Kyle he's Phillips, been targeted. I forgot. I have him like buried in a couple of dynasties, and 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 I and, and then I saw him, and I'm like, oh, yeah. there he is. These are guys that are rostered in like six, eight percent in redrafts, and you know, and even in dynasty, that's only like fifteen. I doubt these guys so. are point six and point eight. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really low percentage, and they're and they could they're they're, redrafts, they're getting yeah. more and more targets and it's all hinges on the backup quarterbacks and you know yeah what they're comfortable but with. even but if I mean, they even if these backups play like i think levis is going to play out the season he probably injury. will um mm. but even with badging using mooney it could be one of those that he gets mooney into the flow of the game and then they start utilizing him more even him when more fields comes back so yeah i mean kyle phillips like two weeks ago he had three targets this last week he had five and I mean, he, ca- he yeah. caught four bef- of them. What, what about the the zero 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 one two one zero? So I he's mean, had a three hundred percent increase. Yeah, it's, in it's way, <laughs> and it's just been the last two weeks since Levis started. So I mean, yeah. just food for thought. People to kind of look at. I maybe not pick up this week, but you'll probably be able to get them midweek if you end up losing somebody or something. Okay. Um, my running back ads of the week. Uh, the first one is Zach Charbonnet at thirty seven point seven percent. They seem to really be wanting to get him more involved, and I think Miller or Miller Walker's dealing with some injury issues. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, the rookie we just talked about with the Ravens, he's only owned a two point five percent of leagues, and you know, <laughs> you can't discount nine for whatever what 141 or whatever it was. i think it was 123 123 yeah. something like that. whatever yeah. it was it was it was a lot on a little so it was a lot lot on a little little yeah yeah um and so he's somebody you definitely need to be rostering uh tajay spears 37.1 percent of leagues i we just keep bringing him up because again he is a great cuff and he's also somebody you can get points out of you can play he is getting close to 50 percent of the snaps every week and he is their pass catching back mm-hmm. and if this offense starts improving with levis then he's only going to improve as well and then uh buff lenny it's not fat lenny anymore buff lenny <laughs> leonard fournette um he obviously wasn't out there this week but moving forward you know the the, the problem is is the bills running backs never are anything worth a damn but yeah. You know, you might get lucky every once in a while with, and, and if Fournette, I mean, I don't know if you guys seen the pictures of him, but this dude is, 
he's stayed away from the buffet. He's stacked. Yeah, he yeah. heard our podcast <laughs> yes. and was offended. He got tired of being made fun of for being Fat Lenny, and he became back as Buff Lenny, and he is trying – he's going to try to go out buff, there. Buffalo Lenny. Yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> buff Buffalo. Uh, buffalo Buffalo. Buffalo Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. Yeah. So he's uh, – uh, but he's only on a 22.3%, but he's definitely worth rostering. I wouldn't start him, but it would be nice to see what his utilization is moving forward, so – any other running backs I didn't mention that you got over there, big guy? Um, I got two more. Um, Algier, which is still available in like 60% of leagues out there at redraft anyways. And he, he gets yeah. he gets getting a lot of that late game work. And Arthur and Smith is going to use him. Yeah. So just yeah. He's definitely getting worked out. And then Antonio Gibson. And I only say this on the last two games, he's gotten five targets in each game. And he's put up 30 or better yards in both games. So, I mean, you're looking at essentially in a half-point PPR, six points just on his receptions. Yeah. And he still gets a little work in the you know yeah. the back backfield, too. So, I mean... And I, he's he, a good he's, cuff. He's He's been increasing. This last week, in a full-point PPR, he had 12.5 points. Week before, nine, almost 10 points. So, I yeah. mean, this is a guy that's sitting out there everywhere and can easily... You have an injury, like a late-minute injury... Like they sat Pierce out this last week, or Drake London. You know, uh, all of a sudden you got to find somebody to put in. I, I think he's definitely a, a decent one you could fill the spot with. All right, well, go ahead and give me your uh, quarterback streamer of the week. My QB streamer of the week this week is Badgent versus Carolina. Oh snap! Now that's a contingent that Fields doesn't play. Exactly, there's still an outside if, shot that he plays. If Fields doesn't play and Badgent starts. With the use of his legs, he showed us this last week, and against Carolina's weak run defense, they don't. They got plenty of running backs there. Hey, first of all, threat, you need to go back and look at the last two weeks. Sorry, they have, <laughs> they, have, they shut it down a little bit better coming yeah. out of the bye. But I mean, I think Badgett's kind of showing us he can do a little bit more, and that's going to make the defense. Pull I mean, up he's going to use his legs, and then he's yeah. going to be able to pass, and then he's going to pass the ball better because they're going to try to stop him from running the ball. Right. So I mean, I kind of think it plays both ways if they're watching film one from last week, and it's Carolina, and this is a guy that's probably available everywhere. And I think if you're really, really hurting, I think I'd take a shot at it. I mean, yeah. he put up like 18 points. He was top 12 this yeah. week, and that was against a tougher defense. Yeah. So, I mean. My streamer is Baker Mayfield versus the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are buns against the pass. And um, I think that uh, they're going to go out there and, and uh, continue on with what they're doing in the pass game. So, I think Baker's going to go out there. Kate Outen's going to have a big week. I expect uh, Chris Godwin to get back into the mix. Um and so, yeah, Baker Mayfield versus Tennessee, which also leads me to my tight end stream of the week. It is Kate Otten versus Tennessee. Nice. And so I got a stack here of, of streamers. And so, yeah, I just think Kate Otten, um, you know, him, he's got something going, and, and it's one of those where it's like, hey, you know, when they're hot, you got to roll with them. Yep. You know, just stay in, stay with them, and then, you know, eventually it'll come to an end. Kate Otten's going to have a dud at some point moving forward. Yep. But right now he's on fire. They're on fire. He's front of brain for Baker when he's in a bind. He's getting him the ball. And dude's confidence is, is high, and they're playing against a weak secondary. So I'm ready to, to just keep rolling with Kate Otten. So who is your tight well, end streamer? That brings me to my tight end streamer of the week, which is Kate Otten, who <laughs> <laughs> has increasingly become a, a bigger target and a better target for Baker Mayfield, like you yeah. said. Security blanket or not, but it's, it's definitely looked a lot a lot better. For well, then I'll give a bonus streamer of the week, and, and I don't know who they're playing, um, but Luke Musgrave. Is somebody you need to be looking at. He's not getting a ton of targets, but he is uh, getting some red zone looks. And uh, you know, the, if Watson is going to miss, and you know, this offense is really kind of 
trying to push and, and trying to get better, but uh, Luke Musgrave is somebody you need to be looking at too. So I, I'll give a bonus. I wouldn't just say that. I mean, if Ferguson's available, which a lot of people have slept on up to this point, and Komet, if he's yeah, if either one of those, those are also th- you got to get one. you yeah. got to get him. I'm just you know, I mean, I, one of the other leagues that um, some people asked me for some advice had Komet there last week, and I told him you yeah. need to go get him to replace yeah, and he had um, a great week. Kittle, he had a great week. He, I'd almost play him over Kittle. Depending oh, on the matchup, 100%. but I mean the way it's been going is more consistent. Right Kittle, now, so. absolutely. Don't even give me started. Yeah, Kittle. it's been a hit or miss. But uh, so my streaming defense of the week is Carolina versus Chicago. Kind of kind of goes against your streaming QB, but yeah. you know I'll take Badgen against Carolina and hope that they they goes out and does well. Carolina last two weeks have averaged over eight points as a as a defense, and uh, that was against subpar offenses. And I think they're going to be going up against another subpar offense with a backup quarterback. And so I'll take my shot. Um, and they're barely owned. They're owned in less than you know ten percent of leagues out there. So, yeah. who's your defensive uh, streamer? My streamer um, is uh, Las Vegas Raiders, which owned in like twenty percent of redraft leagues that have defense. So it's a little higher than Panthers, but probably still available out there for you. But they just put up nineteen points against the New York Giants this last week, which doesn't say a lot. But they're playing the Jets next week. So, I mean, while the Jets have an amazing defense, their offense is kind of sus, and we know Zach Wilson can easily throw a couple picks or fumbles. And Vegas is – they're on a tear right now. Yeah, well, I mean, like we said, they they just unleashed the boat anchor that was pulling this team down. I mean, you start – you start reading some of the stories that came out after Josh McDaniels left about what was going on in that locker room and the way he was treating his coaches and players. Yeah. It's like – it's weird how – I guess it's not weird because it's like – when you show up to work every day and you fucking hate your job, yeah. then you don't put out as much. Exactly. But when all of a sudden the job is way better, they do something to vastly improve your conditions, and all of a sudden you're happy to be at work, then all of a sudden you're far more productive. Atmosphere and that's changes, just human nature. Attitudes change. Yeah, yeah. Everything works and out. And so I think that, that these people are going out there now, and they're they're eager to just try to, to dominate. So, yeah, yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good week. I really do. So I'm going to close it out with a little bit of, quote, fantasy advice. This is the time of season where you need to – two things. You need to start making trades if you want to upgrade because as we move forward, these terrible teams that are at the bottom of your leagues, you know, say you got teams that are right now, they're in that three – I guess after this week they'll be around that three and six range. Yeah. That four and seven range. You know they're trash. You know they're not making the playoffs, but they still got. They're still clinging to a little bit of hope. There's a shot. Yeah, and but after next week when they lose again, that hope's going to diminish significantly. Yep. So you're at a you're at a place right now where you can still make deals happen with these bottom tier teams. Moving forward, it's going to get tougher for of you know depending on how your leagues are. It's like this is the 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 struggle that I run into as a commissioner when I see deals go down towards the end of the season now. In my leagues that I commission, I try to make a punishment in redrafts. I try to have a punishment for the bottom tier, t- for the losers, just so they got to keep fighting. And so then when trades happen towards the end of the season for a team that's only got one win, then it makes sense that this guy's still trying to improve his team. Yeah. But yeah. if you have leagues where it doesn't matter if you lose, you have no punishment, making deals is kind of. I'm not going to say like collusion or anything, but it's just weird if you're making deals with teams that are completely out of the playoffs and you're still fighting. But as long as they're fair deals, they're fair deals. I'm just saying that this is the time when they're still motivated to make deals. Yep. The more they lose, the less motivated they become, unless you do have leagues, like I said, with punishments. So this is the week right here that you got to go out and you got to start looking in earnest. Okay, 
I wonder what can I do to try to improve my roster? What are some of these good players I can try to steal from these lesser teams and try to maybe think they're you're better than their teams? I'm not a big fan of predatory trading, but everybody tries to win a trade. And you're whenever you do a trade, you're trying to better your team. And so you just got to try to go at it in a way of, hey, you need two receivers. Let me give you these two middling receivers to get your one really good receiver to help you fill two holes. Yep. Um, so you're playing a 20 guy and a, a eight guy, or you were playing a 20 and an eight. Now you're playing two 15s. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you're yeah. bit, you're going to get more points the way right. you look. And maybe at it, and maybe one of those guys have been riding your bench all season. Yeah, exactly. Not, you're just trying to do a major upgrade. So, I, you know, and this is also the time when you need to start looking at your handcuffs. Yep. And other people's handcuffs in in earnest. You need to start really looking at. Okay, you know, if my guy goes down, I need to make sure I have the backup because I'm about to make my push to get ready for the playoffs. And so you really this is where you got to start building the beginning of your playoff roster, your benches. Yep. You know, we're not your trying to, we're not trying to build, we're not trying to put extra defenses yet. That's closer towards the end of the season. But right now we are trying to find extra running backs. You try you may be trying to get Rico Dowdle if you got Pollard. You know, things like that where you've been just sitting here trying to like not really paying attention to Dowdle, he's just been kind of floating on your waivers. Now you're like, maybe I maybe I grab him this week, throw him on, on there just in case. So this is the, the the part of the season where the top teams need to start getting their their rosters. The middle teams who are looking to make that push, they need to start seeing what do they have to do to try to get over that hump. What deals do they have to make? Even if it's deals with the top guys, you got to start thinking because the deals that you can make are going to start shrinking significantly as the weeks go from this point forward. Yes. And so, you know, that that's just my two cents. So I just wanted to throw that out there. It, it, this is where the real post-season post post focus needs to start be going for teams that are in contention and, and, and redress. And, and the same thing, and if you're looking at – if you're a dynasty, just because we do speak a little to dynasty – this is where you need to decide if you're going to rebuild 100%. Yes, that's a very and good point. This is where you need to decide if you're going to rebuild or if you're going to try to run it. And be, if you're 4 and 5 right now, I'd look at what you got on your team, right. and look at matchups, and start and look thinking, at your opponents. Yeah, start look at the people of a, above you and below you, and potentially start thinking of a rebuild. But if or you're if a you're two gonna make or three run, win, yeah. If you're at this point, see, I'm in a position like that in a couple of dynasties. But the problem is, is I have top five scoring teams i've just been meeting bad matchups bad matchups so i'm going to keep riding it because i've got good players and i'm just going to hope i make a push and the good news is in a lot of those leagues i'm winning this week but you're right this is the time yeah because your trade deadline is going to be coming up next week or two yeah three weeks i think or two weeks depending on how in dynasty yeah dynasty i think i think uh some dynasties run all the way in the playoffs which is weird to me yeah but I think it's like the the two two weeks before the, the four, so stars. week twelve yeah so, yeah so but I just now's when you got to really decide because I mean if you're upside down you don't need to go oh I think I might can when you've yeah. got two wins you got to yes. start going okay this guy's going to be nothing in two years this guy's going to be nothing in two years I can get a couple firsts out right. of him the, hey, if you got Adam Thielen and you've been trying to make a push and you're like, uh, yeah. this is the w- maybe not this week, but yeah. maybe you ride one more week. Hope Adam Thielen has another, has big, another week. big week. But this is when you need to start thinking about trading these guys like Tyler Lockett, Adam yeah. Thielen, Mike Evans, D Hop, If you're go- because the thing about this, and I say this, and, and I don't look. Some people may not believe in this, but my philosophy in Dynasty is. You're either rebuilding or you're competing for the top. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the middle, you need to be rebuilding. You're never going to win. Yeah, you're yeah. never going to win. And so if you're in the middle, you either need to try to get assets to climb up, get a couple players to climb into the top right then. But if you have no assets like trade capital 
and you have old players, then you, you it's time to start rebuilding. Yeah, definitely. And so you're either rebuilding or you're competing, but there's no in-between. In-between is the worst place to be in Dynasty. That, my, that's my, my thing with a couple of my leagues. I've been in-between, and I wait till it's too late to start trying to rebuild. Right. And then it's like you get into that back half of the season, then you got to worry about off-season stuff. Right. And there's not nearly enough information to judge what no. you're doing. You you're get, picking people this up This is like, the time of year, if you are a rebuilding team or a team that's about to start rebuilding, this is the time of year you make your biggest deals. Yep. I just saw one of the stupidest trades I've Thanks. ever seen no. in the history <laughs> of fantasy football go down in a league I'm in because the guy who was desperate for a quarterback had lost freaking uh, – Stafford this week, he had also lost uh, Kink Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he had like three or four, and they were all guys that were de- – Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. yeah, so he lost – and so he made hands down a one of the worst trade. trades I've ever I've ever seen for Brock Purdy. Now, he's a team that's competing, and if it ends up winning him the championship, then it don't fucking it's matter. It's all worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but as it sits right now, it was horrendous. We, but I saw one that went down yesterday too. Yeah. In a similar but this situation. is the year of the year. This is the time of the season in Dynasty, and I didn't intend to this. But I mean, it's cool because yeah, it's just, we do. We both play a ton of Dynasty kind of talk, too. Just kind of bring. And it I up. know we have Dynasty uh, play, people who play Dynasty that listen. Yeah. This is the time of year you can start getting some fat deals. Um, you know, I got Josh Dobbs, and I'm hoping this week I can try to at least get a second for him. If I can get a second for Josh Dobbs, in, in this rebuild that I've had him in, I'll be super pumped about that. Uh, if I can get a first out of it, that'd be even better. But we'll see how it goes. I got, you know, I got to see what happens. If I can find a guy like the guy that just made that crazy deal, yeah, I know, that's in <laughs> then I could definitely get a first for him. But well, this guy just traded Tajay Spears in a third for Matthew Stafford, which which is fine. It's a great trade. It's <laughs> good. I mean, especially for a good value. Look, you know, but... since, we're, since we're talking about it, I'll just bring it up. And 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 on the off chance that the dude who who listens or who made this deal listens, because. Uh, I, it's just we know we know where you're at. We've I, been there. I, look, I understand the pain. Situation I understand the pain of where you're at and the desperation. You got to do what you got to do. But to win. this deal, this deal is. Uh, uh, did I pass it? It's yeah. Here it is. So he gave up Stefan Diggs, Matt Stafford, a 25 third, a 26 first, and 175 dollars fab for Brock Purdy straight up. Yeah. Now the thing about this deal is personally. Brock Purdy, Stefan Diggs is worth more than Brock Purdy yeah, yeah. by himself. Yeah, yeah. But in a desperate mode, if you want to say market changes when you're desperate, that's fine. If the market changes when you're that desperate, then Diggs and Purdy are equal. So that means he gave Stafford a 26 first, a 25 third, and $175 fab for free. For free. Just, just to hear, just up, for the, here's, here, take this Thanks. as a gift for Thanks. doing a trade with me. Thanks for trading with me. Now, yeah, exactly. You know, I, but again, if Brock Purdy ends up carrying this guy to the championship and he wins it all, then fuck it. It's, yeah. yeah high five, buddy. You take made the that. deal that took you to the, to the championship. Yeah, exactly. And so, but anyway, back to the original point. This yeah. is the time of year you can make deals. If you're in rebuilds and you got old players or you got guys you're ready to deal, now's the time yep do it so all right there it is uh we'll be talking to you on wednesday as we get ready for week 10 but just remember you got kansas city miami philadelphia and the rams on a bye and those are a lot of very important fantasy players they're going to be 
Sitting on your benches. Yeah, you're going to be struggling in the home league. I'm going to be you? struggling in a lot of leagues. You're struggling Brian. definitely in the home league. <laughs> oh, I've got. You need so, some people. Oh, well, we're, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I just sent the trade offer out, so if that, if that uh, doesn't get me? accepted, not to somebody else. Uh, try but, to get McCaffrey. Yeah. Also, bye weeks are a good time to make <laughs> trades too. Just yeah, so you know, you could definitely. If you're help trying to out. upgrade and you got roster space, uh, bye weeks are a great time to go upgrade. Yes, definitely. So anyway, y'all be good. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Later. Hello.